any of our 6,200 stores or on AutoZone.com. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. We don't want you on our team. You're too slow and fat. This is weight bias. I'm worried about your weight. Don't you care what other people think? Millions who live and are affected by obesity face weight bias every day. You're not the right fit for this job. Unfair judgment by others. Just stop eating so much and exercise some. You lose all this weight. These people often blame themselves. It's just me. Nobody likes me. I do exercise and eat right. And I talk to my doctor. Weight bias hurts. Everyone deserves to be treated with dignity and respect. Your words and actions matter. Let's stop weight bias. Let's work together. Be part of the solution. Go to StopWeightBias.com and learn more. A public service message from Obesity Action Coalition. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. You start to worry about, oh my God, Tom Brady is a statue. There's different things that Tom Brady understands that he needs to do as a quarterback to not put himself in harm's way. I'm not worried about the offensive line at all because you, there's not a lot that you can do in this day and age of Tom Brady to put him in a situation where he's not going to be successful. I'm not worried about it one bit. GJ and Max, mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello, sports fans. Well, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The GCAT has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. It is our number three of the Sports Hangover. Got plenty to get into today. In the next 60 minutes here, if you want to chime in, 800-998-1003, the upper cervical family chiropractic. Roy's still unnerving me. He's like, he's not saying anything. Just sitting there all dressed in black, like SWAT team or something. Chef Scotty, I, I, it's a little unnerving. Yes. Apparently you have made a, a wager. I just made a wager Roy's with Roy. either going to be filthy rich off of Saints fans or... <laughs> The amount of Saints fans made a wager. that are wagering Roy left and, and right. You know, I just made a wager, and I wrote it down, Roy, okay. so I won't forget. All right. I just oh, he made a wager forget, with worry. Roy. He probably will let me forget when they win, like, six games. Oh, I don't know if they're not. They, they're going to win more than six games. They, they might won win six nine. games last year. They might, oh, so they win they win last year? I just made a hundy with him, and Jack Jack wants half. Jason Pete. We got more wagering going on left and right. Yeah, Roy's just talking. He's just he's having some show. Well, he just talked he's, himself out of a hundred dollars. Oh, here we go. Anyway, gotta uh wanna get into, of course, obviously second practice wrapping up here shortly. We'll get that injury report probably in about an hour, five minutes or so. I like seeing at the very least, right, that Michael Thomas was limited. I think he's absolutely going to play. And he was asked uh yesterday, I believe by Ed Daniels. From WGNO Sports, I, I told him I'd, I'd give him a little credit. Give him a little credit here. So, uh, Ed, here, here's your props because you asked, I think, a question that a lot of people kind of want to know, you know, and that's uh, this. Mike, is the, is the guy we saw in 2019? Is he? Is he? Uh, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to top that. Top, to top it. That, yeah, top that for sure. All right, there you go. Trying to top that. Do you think he can be I, – I would be happy if he's just half of 2019. I'm being honest. Because, again, 2019, he set records. If yeah. he can just be an NFL receiver in a caliber of a number one receiver based off of the receiving core this team had last year, I'm good. Because you have a five-time pro bowler in Landry, and I think you got a really good one in Olave. So I, I'm fine. Anything above that, Mr. Professor, I think to me is, you know, gravy because – I agree. If, if you get close to 2019, yeah. then I mean, this right. Saints offense is going to be absurd. Right. If, if he's doing that, because it's just going to open up so much space and room for everybody. I don't think that they're necessarily asking him to be 2019. They just want him to be able to contribute on a health, on a healthy basis, on a regular basis. If he can add in and get anywhere close to that, 
with the offensive weapons that they have, with the defense that they have right now, with Jameis being healthy and if he can stay upright because we know that the issues that the Saints have had in the preseason with that offensive line and keeping them healthy, if they can stay healthy, keep him upright, he can distribute the ball, get the ball to the people that they need to, get it to all of the weapons, and the defense can hold firm and do what they're doing. The Saints will be on par to have a fantastic season. We've been talking about it all day and how they are poised to win the NFC South. All the, anybody that I brought onto the show today, the main thing they said, I think the Saints are going to win the NFC South, and I don't see why not looking at the competition that they have, even though Baker's going to look like a world beater in game one just because he's playing the Browns. I think one of the things as well, it, it's how, he was asked this yesterday too. Chef Scotty, how long is it going to take for him and Jameis Winston to get that connection? Because it, it was almost seamless and instantaneous with Drew Brees. Drew I, talked about I that from the get-go. I think it's going to be the same thing. Well, I, it's funny you say that. Here's his answer. Believe it or not, it doesn't doesn't take – it just takes, uh, you know, like very good precision. Coach preaches it. He talks about uh, precision and um, – Execution, like executing at a high level. So when you're on the same page, um, we go in, we install before practice. We know what, you know, what plays are going to probably come up, what plays we'll have, and um, just knowing that, you just take full accountability and being at the right spot at the right time. And uh, the rest, that's that's the whole thing about team collaborating. So me being in the right place and him making the throw and just making the job easier, making the catch. So is it easy to get back involved and feel like you didn't miss anything? Um, I believe it's easy, but. People probably will tell you guys that it's not easy, so we're just going to make sure we take one day at a time and just perfect our craft and see what see what we get on Sunday. But I believe in what we're doing. I believe in the work that we're putting in. I believe in the conversation we're having. They, they are short, intermediate routes, most of his routes. I, think, I don't think they're going to have any problem working together at all. I, 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 the same thing could be said for Jarvis Landry and Olave. You know, I mean, I just, I think they're all professionals. I think they're all really good. I think Jameis Winston is going to have comeback player of the year numbers. Um, and I think Michael Thomas is going to be a big part of that. I do. So, yeah, there absolutely. You go. I think one of the other things as well that he was asked yesterday, Jameis Winston, on well, there's two things that I thought stood out going into week one that I think national media, maybe some local people have the questions, right? And one of them is limitations, right? The knee, the foot, is he going to play thinking that he has limitations? Or is the team going to limit him, you know, with some of the play calling things of that nature? I, I thought his answer was interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to play football the, the way that our team needs me to play. Uh, if that's pulling it down and running. Uh, I'm gonna do that. Uh, if that's sitting back and throwing the ball 45 times, I'm gonna do that. So whatever uh, the team needs me to do, I'm willing and able to do it. I go back to the week leading into that preseason game he was going to play, and he said, "Look, man, I, you know, I, I gotta play. I gotta be me, right? And, and that's part of his game. He specifically talked about running. Last year, I thought he was at his best, guys, when he extended plays and took off running when something wasn't there in third down and got first downs. You can go back to that game against Green Bay, that opening drive. Man, I mean, it was incredible. He was yeah. scrambling, moving the pot. I'm like, that's something the Saints offense hasn't had mm-hmm. because of Father Tom and Drew Brees. I mean, he yeah. hadn't had it. When you go back to the early days of Drew, Drew escaped and moved the pocket, extended plays. It wasn't there in his later years. But when you saw him play last year, like, that's what he can bring. So it's interesting he said that. The other thing is this. Freedom. We've talked about this before. That Tampa game, by all accounts, by people that cover the team and Sean and Jameis, they were going to, quote-unquote, open it up for him. Maybe he had earned that trust, you know, five wins. He had gotten to that point. But he was cuffed. There's no doubt about it. And I also thought, you know, going back to what it would be like as a coach, if you consistently tell somebody, don't do this, be fearful of this, you know, with the whole... Don't throw interceptions. Don't turn the ball over. That 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 weighs on you. Yeah. And I and I think you're going to have a better performance this year because it's more of a collaboration. I think with Pete Carmichael than do as I'm told. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Sean's earned that. But I think he's going to have more freedom. Here's the answer to the question: Will you have more freedom this year? My biggest thing in terms of uh, doing things that that I want to do is just 
get on the same page with Mike Thomas and, and Jarvis and Chris, uh, some of these guys that I'm experiencing for the first time and us growing together. Uh, that That's what I take on me doing what, what I want to do. In terms of the scheme and concepts, I'm going to do what we dial up uh, because we all are in this uh, thing together. Those coaches spend hours, hard-working hours, preparing a game plan, and it's our job to go out there and execute that to the best of our abilities, obviously having an open conversation to be able to you know, uh, bounce anything off there uh, that we can. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, I think this offense is very efficient, and we have been. Uh, so uh, we just want, I want to stay on that path. And it goes in, I think, to Pete Carmichael and the relationship that they've had. And I think, Scott, something you and I have talked about it, that the nervousness that now Sean is gone. They won't know how to call an offensive play. No. Can, can Pete Carmichael even know how to laminate a play sheet? I mean, all, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's crazy. But listen to how Jameis talks about it. It's, it's pretty. It's pretty similar. Uh, but 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 Pete has has his. Uh, he has his voice, you know. Yeah, I, I believe Pete has been with Sean for so long that he knows the ins and outs. But Pete is a great offensive coordinator, you know. Uh, the the two years that we didn't have Coach Payton call the plays, you know, I, I don't want to toot Pete's horn, but like Saints was the most explosive offense in Saints history, you know. And, and I think it was it was eleven or twelve. Uh, it was twelve. Well, we did some amazing things with Pete Carmichael uh, on the mic. So uh, we all believe in him. Uh, again, we have a a, a group of uh, incredible. Offensive staff. We have an incredible offensive staff. Uh, I think it's a blessing that we get. You know, we have Zach Street, who who was a part of, you know, those explosive offenses on the on the offensive line, and we got Doug Marone, who uh, who you know was the first offensive coordinator uh, when when Sean uh, first came in. And, you know, with the addition of RC uh, being in the quarterback room with his expertise and a lot of other things, I think we have a good team uh, together. Does that make you feel better, gentlemen? I mean, he. I just like the way he constantly says team, 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 team. This guy never says I. Never. And he is a completely changed human being from what he was at Tampa Bay. Because I couldn't stand him when he was at Tampa Stop Bay. Stop it. You completely know what? Completely changed him when he was at Florida Roy State. Roy just held up a four and a zero. He's not throwing 40 interceptions, man. <sighs> okay, so I'll I put it to you like this. I think Jameis Winston in the right system and more mature right, can be a phenomenal quarterback in the NFL. And one thing that he said in everything that he just talked about that rang true with me was Doug Marone. Having Doug Marone in the coaching room, saying. Doug Marone is a much better yep. coordinator than he is a head coach. I mean, what and happened in Buffalo in was, was just weird, but that guy brought back Buffalo. Yeah. I mean, he did. Like, legit. And, you know, I, I'm not going to say anything bad about Doug Marone and what he was able to do while he was there. The way he left, left a little to be desired. Well, that was but, strange. Yeah, I, I've never seen a coach try to parlay himself into a job and be like, if not, I'm out. And well, yeah. I mean, I, I was going to so, say he's kind of like the Mark Jackson, you know, to the Warriors right, right before the Warriors took Just kind of weird, But man. he kind of got them off the ground. He did. But as a coordinator, Doug Marone has always been solid. And having him in that room with those guys, with DA, with Carmichael, I think is going to work out well for the Saints as a whole because I think they have a solid coaching staff well i brought it up at practice the thing that i that i wanted to see at training camp and we got to see in otas and all that who's that voice who's that guy says again do it over again the expletive towards somebody that missed the block or an assignment that's duck you know so pete can just be pete and and i and i think having somebody that's the voice somebody that's respected like you said head coach coordinator what have you our o-line coach and somebody that hey you're you're the concept guy you're the guy that can do all those things that works. I think sometimes when new staffs don't work is when you ask somebody that maybe isn't a vocal guy right. to do that, right? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know, Roy, can Mike McDaniels yell at Tua after a bad play? Is he just going to, you know, laugh it off? I mean, I don't know. That would be a I lot of yelling. Just, <laughs> I don't know if there's enough lozenges in the world to cover that yelling that he's going to be doing to Tua after a bad play. Now, good I, God. Just know every incompletion you know. I'm texting you. Roy, those are, those are going to be really lonely flights back. <laughs> oh, Tua. Got to get to Lee Sterling Paramount Sports. He'll do that next on ESP in New Orleans. The other day, my 
My friend said he saw a mosquito the size of a poodle out near Dulac. Now, he may be exaggerating, but mosquitoes are back and swarming up and down the bayou. If you need help with mosquito control, call Terminex and the Bayou Boys, Dan and Billy Foster. They have a number of ways to protect you from those blood-sucking mosquitoes. So whether you live up the bayou or down the bayou, Terminex is here for you. So call those Bayou Boys. They'll get you, get you Terminex tough. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand-related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafourche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse, 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. It's Gus Kattengell with the Sports Hangover. Join us for Thursdays with the crew of Katie's. Every Thursday, we'll be live at a member of the Katie's family of restaurants from 12 to 3. Whether it's Katie's on Iberville, Francesca's Deli on Harrison, or Bienview on Hickory. Enjoy lively sports banter with delicious eats. Join us as we talk about the latest from our local teams. You'll likely hear me argue with Scott Craig about his St. Louis Cardinals and my Chicago Cubs. Good thing he's a Brother Martin grad. Thursdays from 12 to 3 is the Sports Hangover with the crew of Katie's on ESPN New Orleans. Heather Hendricks here, your candidate for Lafouche Parish Judge Division A. Everyone votes in this race, from the Fouchon to the St. John community, up, down, and across the bayou. I've been your prosecutor for eight and a half years, trying over 100 jury and judge trials with federal, state, and local experience. Before practicing law, I was an eighth grade teacher in the public schools for 11 years. So remember, Heather Hendricks for Judge. Early voting begins October 25th, and the election is November 8th. Paid for by the committee to elect Heather Hendricks. Got a hot take? Everybody listen up. Let's hear it. Call us at 800-998-1003. Answer that phone. Or tweet us at ESPN Radio NOLA. Now, back to the sports hangover with Gus Kattengill. Lee Sterling, Paramount Sports, joins us on Thursdays at this time at Paramount Sports over on Twitter, ParamountSports.com. Lee, happy NFL game day. Yeah, finally here. <laughs> it's what we've been waiting for. This might be one of the best openers we've ever had. We've got the defending champions against a team that everyone's betting to win the Super Bowl. So, right. yeah, starts off you know, uh, with a bang. Everyone obviously is focusing on the QBs here, right? And rightfully so. Stafford, yep. off-season elbow surgery, but obviously what he did last year and then Josh Allen, a guy that is going to be an MVP candidate. But we know the Rams got a stud in Donald. Do the Bills have a guy that you think could be a defensive difference maker? Well, maybe for a year, Von Miller could be that guy. Um, the problem here is they're going to be without their star safe cornerback. So uh, w- without Tavarius uh, White, um, they're going to have to play really well tonight. And... Um, you know, this might go back and forth. This might be one of those games that's decided, you know, by one play. You know, how are you going to stop Cooper Cup? The guy had 145 catches. I never thought we'd have a season where a receiver could catch that many balls for 1,947 yards. Numbers are just crazy. And, I mean, how do you stop Josh Allen? I mean, the guy is just – I mean, you saw the end of that Kansas City game. Oh. Um, <laughs> I mean, scary good. Yeah, it was it was ridiculous. They got a lot of games on the slate this week that you know you kind of wonder, huh? You know, whether it's San Fran and the Bears. I know some other people have brought up uh, Colts and Texans and stuff. Tennessee and Pittsburgh um, is an interesting one, isn't it? It is because last year when they played, this was Josh Heupel's just the second game as a head coach of the Vols, and he was matched up against Kenny Pickett. Now he's been there for over a year. Uh, how times have changed. The quarterback in that game until just before halftime was Joe Milton. Boy, how we forget. So, uh, Hendon Hooker's certainly taken them to a different level here. And, you know, I don't know how much Pittsburgh have left. You know, I know they have nine days to prepare for this game, as does Tennessee, but that game was a physical, hard fought game against West Virginia in the backyard brawl that wasn't settled until that play right at the one yard line with 22 seconds to go. So I think that might have taken something out of them. And and then the Vols, um, you know, that offense, they run at such a quick pace. You know, I, I just don't know if that warp speed offense can be slowed down by West Virginia 
which I think played about as well as they could play against Pittsburgh. I don't know if they can replicate that. Um, I, I like Tennessee here. I think they'll win by double digit, 38-28. Really? Uh, yep. Hey, man, this is Scott Craig. How are you, man? Hey, good. Um, How are you, Scott? Yeah, I'm good. I've got West Virginia over five and a half wins this year. <laughs> I need him to win. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like a healthy. Going like to be in an 0-2 hole, right? Josh paid or something gave us. said, oh, that sounds good. And I made that bet like months ago. Oh, and now we're looking at 0-2. Um, well, you, you, here's what you can do. You can keep that picture of the ball that where I thought it was a reception at the half-yard line, yard line. Just keep that up and or try to take that in to see if they pay you, pay you oh, on that one. Yeah, right, right, right. right, right. All right. Alabama minus 20. I think it's down to 19 over Texas. Yeah. Um, I just don't see Texas being able to hang with a really irritated Alabama team. Just yeah, Alabama. It. I think every road game this year, they're going to have a picture on every kid's locker of that game against Texas A&M last year. I think that's going to be their battle right. cry. And Texas, to stay in this game, they've got to play solid defense. But they got seven guys returning. They're Jags, just another guys. I mean, there's no difference makers. There's no one even close to a, a Will Anderson. And how good is Alabama's defense? Everyone talks about their offense. Their defense gave up just 2.7 yards per carry last year, and they didn't have 37 or 47 sacks. They had 57 sacks. Quinn Ewers got sacked, get this, three times in the game last week. And it you know, wasn't like they were playing a, a top-tier opponent. They were playing Louisiana Monroe. So I just think this is a great situation here uh, for Alabama here. Blowout special. Yeah. Roll Tide, 48-21. I love that. Yeah, I was I not a very good friend to Scott Craig, Mr. LSU guy over here. <laughs> I must have sent him at least... I don't know, 100, 150 gifs of Billy Napier and the Gators. I loved Billy Napier for LSU's job. It's not here or there whether I think Kelly can do it or not. I just like Billy Napier. I, I yep. wasn't that surprised. I told everybody that game's going to be closer than you think with Utah. At Kentucky this week, favored by yep. four and a half, do you see them going to 2-0? and I'll say this right now. I thought a lot of Anthony Richardson coming into the season, the dude's a freak. I mean, a capital F. R-E-A-K. How many times do you see a quarterback 6'5"? I mean, like Michael Vick could run, but this guy is just as fast. He's bigger. He has a strong arm, and he's accurate. Um, I think he has first round, maybe even the first or second pick written all over him. I mean, the difference between him and Emory Jones, a starter last year, monumental here. So Kentucky... Only 353 total yards last week against Miami of Ohio and just 50 rushing yards. they got to have some balance to stay in this game. I know Chris Rodriguez is coming back. There are other receivers and, and, and running backs. I just don't see difference makers. Remember, Chris Rodriguez is a fumbler. So uh, I think Levis is going to do fine, but all he really has is Tevion Robinson, the transfer from Virginia Tech at receiver here. Gators are stronger at receiver. I think they have the better defense here. I just think that the Swamp is going to be a tough place to win at in 2022 with Ooh. Anthony Richardson under center for the Gators here. Gators go to 2-0, 27-20. All right, next game, we go to the NFL, Scott. Uh, Tampa Bay and Dallas, man. You know, I, I'm always thinking that Dallas is going to be better than they end up being. But I also <laughs> do not think that Tampa Bay uh -huh. is going to be as good as people are saying You sound are. conflicted just, here. So, who do you like? He sounds like that father has two kids that are in trouble, and he tells them they're both been both haven't been very good, and doesn't yeah, want to pick right. a favorite. Yeah, so, trust me, man. this isn't good for struggling. Saints fans. They don't like Dallas, but it wouldn't be a bad thing to have Tampa lose, and then right. the Saints win next week and get them in a whole zero two. So, how do you see this? One? I think that that Tampa has a lot more problems than Dallas. I think Dallas, for the first time since maybe the nineties, is actually under the radar. Think that they, uh, you know, obviously they got a problem at left tackle, but uh, their running game should be stronger this year. Ezekiel Elliott is healthy. Tampa Bay. I mean, how do you lose three of your top five offensive linemen? Godwin may not play in this game. He lost Gronk from last year. Tom Brady eventually has to fall off, and now who knows? Potentially his wife is leaving him. Uh, I like Dallas here. I think they get the job done. Wrong team favorite. 
Dallas upsets Tampa Bay 28-24. Ooh, okay. Easy enough. And then, of course, <clears throat> Falcon Hate Week over here, sir. It is Atlanta. It is New Orleans. Five-and-a-half-point favorite. Scott's all nervous. I'm like, relax. I think the Saints win. I think they cover. Which one of us is right? Yep. So the Saints defense last year, last five games, despite being overworked due to that offensive uh, stagnation, I would call it, they allowed just 9, 0, 20, 10, and 20 points. So I think that they're going to be ready for Atlanta. Look at Atlanta's. Just look at their, their roster here. Outside of Kyle Pitts at tight end and cornerback, the Falcons are below average everywhere. On defense, they only had 17 sacks last year. That was the fewest sacks since the NFL began tracking that category in 1982. Atlanta finished last year outgaining each of, uh, uh, being out, I'm sorry, being outgained by each of the last 12 opponents. And I just think their 7-10 and 10 record is totally deceiving. I mean, the Saints have added so many pieces here now, receivers. So uh, I think they run away with this game. I think they win easy, 30-17. to 17. There it is. That's what I'm talking yep. about. If people want the game of the week, Arkansas, South Carolina, the Hogs taking on, uh, <laughs> you know. I, I, I mean, they, they're renaming mascots and stuff over there in South Carolina. So how can people get this game, sir? Oh, did they? I didn't hear this. So they're having a new, new mascot soon? Yeah, they renamed it. What? It, it, I forgot the name. Commander or... I don't know, something like that. I thought it was Sparky, South Carolina, right? Yeah, I, I think they Sparky. Yeah, they named him the com- Colonel or yeah, the Colonel, Colonel or something. What's wrong with cocky? Well, yeah, it's it's uh, socially. While I explain no, what's not. wrong with that, Lee, well, how know, do people get the game? If I walk around chicken. with a lot of chickens, <laughs> <I'm cocky. laughs> grown up chicken. I don't. All right, so if they want to get Arkansas and South Carolina, it should be a good game. Uh, under the radar, just call eight hundred four hundred. Nine seven four one again. The number eight hundred four hundred nine seven four one. And how about this? You can get the next three weeks of games, and this goes through September thirtieth. Normally two two hundred ninety seven dollars. I have a forty to fifty unit best bet going this weekend, and also we're going to give away the USC card, where we have a fifty unit wager, and on top of that, a forty unit wager in baseball on Saturday. Everything, $297. You want to come on board. Love to have you for the ride. Biggest weekend ever, ParamountSports.com. All right, as always, man, we'll check in next Thursday, sir. Have a good weekend. You too. See you, guys. All right, uh, apparently this just in. He was Sir Big Spur. <laughs> that was the name of the rooster. <laughs> uh, a dispute between the birds' past and present owners required a name change. She became the general. For but as of today, as of today, the school, the athletic department, just announced about an hour ago, he's back to being Sir Big Spur. <laughs> this is no, this is like serious Up, stuff. Uprise. No, you don't get it, man. Like they, they had a list of names that were incredibly questionable. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I, I, read just em. letting you know. Read them out loud. I, I can't read, read them out, out loud. I can't read them out loud. Can't do it. Come on, man, do it for Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> <laughs> when we come back, final half hour. If you like to chime in, do so on the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic phone line eight hundred nine nine eight one double zero three. It's the Sports Hangover live at Francesca Deli and Pizzeria. Sports Hangover and ESPN New Orleans. Run from cages on Highway 9, from wheel, human chicken, stepping out over the line. Oh, baby, this town rips the bones from your back. It's a death trap. It's a suicide rap. We gotta get out while we're young. Cause trance like us, baby, we were born to run. Always on the run and short on cash. With a state bank and trust company debit card, you can pay for goods and services without the need for cash in your pockets or the hassle of writing checks. Available on all consumer and commercial checking account holders. Call or stop by any state bank and trust location for all the details. State bank and trust company, Cajun Banking, served just the way you like it. Member FDIC. 
Does your company need a new look, a fresh image? Now is the perfect time to redefine your company's branding for advertising and promotion. And for more than 25 years, Faux Paw Prints has been your go-to leader for all your embroidery and screen printing, t-shirts, caps, jackets, and all uniforms. Faux Paw Prints also carries all popular promotional items, drinkware, pens, mouse pads, custom tents, banners, and Scott, you know, keychains. Go see the huge showroom in Metairie under the big red t-shirt sign. Or visit the website, Faux Paw Prints has it all. At Thibodeau Regional Health System, we're elevating cancer services to unprecedented heights with the construction and opening of our new Cancer Institute. 80,000 square feet of the region's best cancer care. And a new home for more cancer doctors to fight more types of cancer. The latest technology, expanded research, and integrated wellness services. You deserve the best cancer care, so we built it. Because at Thibodeau Regional, we take our role as the leader in fighting cancer seriously. Oh, 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 O'Reilly! O'Reilly Auto Parts is here to keep your car on the road with our free loaner tool program. Your local store has more than 80 specialty tools available to rent for your next repair. Refundable deposit required. Ask our professional parts people about the loaner tool program today at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. Or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly! Auto Parts. Can we talk? talk sports? Real sports. Give us a hot spoonful of your opinion. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Welcome back. Sports Hangover live at Francesca by Katie's Deli and Pizzeria. Did I do that right? Yes. I you nailed it, Gustafer. Could you have made the name any longer? <laughs> you know whose birthday it is today? Huh? He's 12. He looks 12. Nice and young. I love that. People still say I don't look 46, which is a good thing. People make that same mistake about you? No. No. Making sure. Jack Collada nice Jr. elderly. He joins us on uh, Wednesdays. It's your birthday Thursday, today, sir. The big 2-8. Two 2-8? Eight. Two eight? Yeah. Man, I thought you were like 21 or 22. 28. 28? 28. Yeah. I thought you were like... Seriously, I yeah. thought you were like 23. I thought so too. Didn't you just say you just graduated? No. No. He Somebody graduated a long yeah. time ago. He wasn't there to help Connor with school. Oh, yeah. wow. He's a Spring Hill boy. Did you just throw him under the bus? I was <laughs> so hoping that you were going to be helping us with this thing. Well, he's going to help here. He's, he's busy working. He came and had lunch. He, what did you have? A half muffled auto is delicious. You got a half everything. You know what I just recently graduated from? I graduated from trying everything on the menu at Francesca. Did Did you really? Does it get like a punch card or something? Does it get like a special? And that's your favorite thing? The muff or something? I love the muff. (laughs) Yeah, it's good. It's good. The Cuban. I was gonna say the Cushon de Lake Cuban. I'm a big Cuban Reuben connoisseur, so I. If I, I ever go to a Reuben. place, there, you have a Reuben? The Reuben needs to be, oh yeah, it, but it needs to be pressed. I would agree with that. You need to, you need to press the Reuben if, if have you had it pressed. Th- there's one Reuben that's better than yours. Do you want to know where it is? Yeah, I know where it is. It's um, my guess. Okay. I am a huge. Uh, come on, man. On magazine. No, it's not there. What is it? There's a really good Reuben. It's different. My favorite Reuben is the store on Vets. The store. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I gotta go try one. Yeah. All right. I, I need to go too. The store Pope. I, I haven't had. Is it grilled? Uh, no, it's pressed. I mean, grilled press, kind of. The same yeah, yeah. Thing. I, okay. I, I don't know. Just I, with butter and it's toast. Yes. You know, like, yes, yes. like we offer ours just with the bread toasted or pressed with butter, like a typical Reuben, like grilled. And um, it's better. I'm, I'm going to try the store. Like, they cook their own corned beef. Yeah. But you know what the best part about having a birthday this time of year? It's obviously, that? it's always September 8th, in sure. case you were wondering. Right. It's, it's that day. <laughs> it's always September <laughs> yeah. uh, You know, but it obviously falls on different <laughs> days. But it almost always falls on either opening day or, like, the Saturday or Sunday. That's true. Or yeah. the Monday or Tuesday right after yeah. opening 
It's always when the excitement yet. level is right at its peak. Right it, it always start is. Everyone has hope, Jack. Yeah. Everyone has Somebody hope. Somebody texted me today. They were like, you're in the right field yeah. when, when your birthday falls on uh, opening day. I would say even the Atlanta Falcons have hope, but, you know, they're the Atlanta Falcons. But, again, I have seen in the last two years them beat the Saints with teams had no business losing to, so I'm not going to completely overlook them. That said, I'm bothering you on your birthday day while you're having lunch to help me help my friend. He's been a ball of nerves since the start of the show. He's not buying five and a half, Scotty. not buying that the Saints can do this or that. And I, I, look, and he's nervous that Paulson and Debo again, practice just ended. The updates have been allowed to end. Again, missing practice. You, I'm you, always like you went this, man. to pretty much every single training camp practice. Yes. Okay. Paulson and Debo was good. I have two words. Bradley Roby <laughs> had six interceptions. <clears throat> My guess is he will be the corner. Yep. I think they're fine. Correct. Can, can, you saw him. You've seen the secondary. Can, can you calm him down a bit, please? Scotty, I have two words for you. Pay attention. And Listen. I'll say them in the voice of Bill Babin. I don't know if you know Bill Babin. He's a Jesuit guy, so you probably don't know him. I know of him. Yeah. So he says it like this. I dislike Jesuit. No, no chance. The Falcons have no chance. chance. (laughs) All right. And, and here's why, because they got the best defensive coach in the NFL and he, he knows how to handle these outside factors, these questionable decisions, these game time decisions. And he knows how to place Roby in the right spot, Alante Taylor in the right spot. He knows how to get Demario Davis. To, to control this this defense, so don't worry about the it defense. It makes me nervous. Don't worry about that. The defense. You see, still nervous. You're counting on Alante Taylor, a, a Who's rookie. Who's counting on Alante Taylor to do a lot? He's going to gonna play a lot, and he hasn't even played. He hasn't even practiced. You no, saw. You no, saw. He's him been hurt. practicing, right? And you saw him at. He's, he's, he's been hurt. He, they're high on him for he's really talented. Talented. He's he is. Scotty, he's saying, now, now he's Scotty, you're just trying to avoid yeah, the, the fact at hand that we are going to win this game. Okay, there, there is a, a legit, again, I, I wouldn't even say concern. It's something that Demario Davis said earlier this week, back on Monday, uh, about Marietta. Okay, so I'm going to play what he had to say, Okay, and then I want your opinion. Okay. I mean, he's, he's been in this game for a while and, and has done some good things. You know, a guy that that uh, smart, can keep their offense on track, uh, you know, a ton a ton of athleticism. So he's dangerous not just with his arm but with his legs as well. Um, so, and he got some good weapons around him. So it's, 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 it's challenging enough to start with a good quarterback, but when a good quarterback has weapons around him, it makes it even more challenging. So, so we got to be on that game. I mean, now look. No chance. I, 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 I'm, look, I'm with you. I'm the one trying to calm people down, and everyone's acting like Marcus Mariota is, you know, Fields in Chicago, Trey Lance, and all that. And I understand. I, I also have a little PTSD from the Philly game. Mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts ran for three touchdowns in the 40-29 beating. Now, that was a stretch that Philly, I think, did something that a lot of teams weren't ready for, expected, or seen a lot. Because remember, Jack, they had that stretch, man, where they were running all over everybody. Jalen didn't throw the ball. They were literally just zone reading and running the football. And it's because of that stretch and adding A.J. Brown that some people have the Eagles going very far this right. year, which is crazy to me. But I, un- I understand they that point of view. figured them out there eventually. Yeah. I mean, like, it, it didn't work towards the end of the year. Yeah, I mean, Jalen Hurts is a great fantasy football quarterback. I don't know if he's a top okay. ten so, actual quarterback, though. So, I, look, I, I look at age. I look at the fact if, if if Marcus was that capable, he'd he'd be the starter in Tennessee. Would have been supplanted by Tennessee. You get what Correct. I'm getting at? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not disrespecting, no. but I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, the Saints defense won't be able to contain him or control him. It'll be a fake handoff, dump to Pitts. That can happen. I, I would say if there's a concern for me, it's safety, and I'm not even saying because they're, it, they're new together. Pitts is an issue, yeah, and, and and size is an issue for me. And the only reason I say that is, we've seen the Honey Badger predominantly the free in the back, and on some plays at practice, Michael Thomas or somebody else will catch it, and you see that size factor where the the, the last person that can make a hit is little Tyron Matthew. But I'm not <laughs> saying he can't tackle, right? But Pitts is a monster. Like that's something. If I'm Atlanta, I'm attacking the middle, and I am forcing 32 to have to. 
try to, to tackle. wrap up. Right. To wrap Kyle up. Big, right. Kyle and Werner's playing. Werner wasn't on the injury. Right. No, Pete Werner. I would try to see what you yeah. relax. I know. No, it'll be fine. Werner's, but that, that, that to me is a legit concern. What is a legit concern on Sunday for you? Yeah, my, my legit concern is exactly the same, but I would add Cordero Patterson. I would say. Y- he was you, rough last You year. know that Dennis Allen and Demario Davis as the leader of the defense, you know that they are game planning to stop two players because they're going to be the two players that touch the ball the most. It's Kyle Pitts and it's Cordero Patterson, a wide receiver turned kick returner turned running back. He's like the Taysom Hill of the Falcons offense, and Kyle Pitts is like the Jimmy Graham of the old Saints team. Like, it's... It's those two guys. He had six receptions for 126 yards. He felt like he ran a lot more. Nine carries for 10 yards. Pitts, three receptions for 62 yards. That was in game one. And that was a game where, I mean, the Falcons offense in the first half looked like the greatest show on turf. I was disgusted. But one thing you brought up, Dennis Allen and his defense make adjustments. Yeah. They legitimately make adjustments. And in that second half, they had just seven points into the fourth. Saints made some mistakes to get them some life in that touchdown. They lost 27-25. So eventually they got that. And then, as we all know, at the end of the season, it was a beating. He had seen what they wanted to do when they had to do. So that kind of goes it to my understanding. Had, you know, had they won that game and they... Oh. Well, we'll think about this real quick, Scotty. I put it in this perspective because I agree, Marcus Mariota, like, he hasn't even had a game to prove. His first game is against one of the toughest defenses in the NFL and the Saints, regardless of Marcus May's situation being unpredictable, regardless of, uh, you know, um, who's the cornerback's name? Paulson Adebo being, potentially being out. So, Regardless of all that, he's going up against a tough defense. And if you think about it, he's kind of in the same situation as Jameis Winston in his first season with the Saints starting because he's coming. Jameis came from the Bucks. He had to sit out. Mariota's had to sit behind Tannehill and guys like this. And now he's got his one and only opportunity, which mm-hmm. is kind of what we thought. And I heard you all talking about earlier that Jameis kind of had his – this was – last year was his year to prove himself – he proved himself up to seven games and then got hurt. So now this is his year to prove himself again, just like Mariota has this one shot with Pitts and Patterson to, to make something happen. I don't think he does it against the Saints yeah. offense, but maybe he figures something out. Down and, and look, here, you, you got to wonder, and again, I, I'm not there, but Arthur Smith on Monday got testy to the question of when is Desmond Ritter going to get his playing time? I mean, they haven't played a game yet. And they're already asking for the rookie quarterback. So by the fact that he responded that way leads me to believe from somebody afar that it's not the first time that they're being asked that. That that maybe the calls, maybe the the social media, everyone's calling already for Ritter based off what he did in preseason would be my guess, and that's why he got testing. You know be you know be a great bet? It would be who takes over first. Uh, Ritter for the Falcons. Malik Willis? Or, no. Or, I was thinking Malik Willis. Or, uh, right. Pickett for the Steelers. Kenny Pickett. Yeah. Over Trubisky. You heard and that, then huh, I'll... Professor? There you go. Kenny Pickett. Ken... <laughs> who, who takes over first? Kenny Pickett, Malik Willis, or Desmond Ritter? You know what you want to say. Go ahead. Nice. Starts, starts with a Kenny and it ends with the Pickett. No. <laughs> you can do it. You can do it. So oh, oh, okay. Half the season. And, and, and throw this out there. What if Trey Lance is a bust and they yeah. bring Jimmy G back in Jimmy San Fran? G- that's what's going to happen. You're telling you they've got like him a on a short move, leash. Like a they've got him on a two- or three-game leash, and they're going to bring two him Two to in. three games, huh? Yeah. So you want to just destroy his mental capacity, right, just off of that? Well, I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't know it. They've talked <laughs> to Jimmy G on the side and said, oh, that, hey, bro, they have, there's, there's stay an understanding. There's an understanding. We're using you. We're paying you. Okay. You know. Look, my last thought on around the league stuff is, and I said this in my show last night, the one guy that you have to cheer for in the NFC South that's not on the Saints, in my opinion, is Christian McCaffrey. Like, can this guy just have a healthy season? I ain't like, cheering for him. Yeah, I'm not, that's all the time we have. Come You're on, man. Music. Thank you, no. buddy. Buddy understood what we were going to. What? No, no, man. no man. I'm not cheering you for him, but I want him cheer. to stay healthy. Well, I, don't, I don't want him to get injured. I want injured. everybody yeah. to stay yeah. healthy, bro. Yeah. But, right. Come on, man. Yeah. Well, this guy over here, you know what? You're not he any different. for the Saints. Over I here, he's ready to, you know, to go order a Baker Mayfield jersey. Oh, goodness. Saying he hadn't had any opportunity. 
Thank you, Jack. Happy birthday to you, bud. Bless your heart, Scott. At Talk Talk Collada is the way to give him a follow. Boot Crew Media, of course, go check out his show. Thank you, man. Appreciate it as always. It's the Sports Hangover final segment next on ESPN New Orleans. Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back too. Your good times and the not so good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne Building Materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system called Dufresne Easy Buy? Come see us at DufresneLumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the do-friend difference. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. What would you say you do here? Sports. Sports. All day long. Hello, sports fans. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Uh, welcome back. 800-998-1003 in the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic phone line if you'd like to call in and yell at Roy. What about that, Mr. Professor? Would that be a nice segment? Yeah, because I'm tired of doing it. Yell at Roy. You know what we didn't do? So you do um, now that I know, especially maybe we can tie it in one way, shape, or form. Remember, you, you had a little battle with them. Yeah. Yeah, one fan base fan. Versus oh, the another. fan battle. Yeah, yeah we got to do that fan battle. Um, okay, so you know, I'm not even going to ask you about the Saints because you're wrong on everything when it comes to. <laughs> He's that. just okay. Lie. I mean, you know, I was going to say even uh, That's it. Mrs. Professor, but she's the dean, right? She's the dean of students. Would you say that? She's. Uh, I, she's I mean, uh, I would call she her hires the, uh, professors, right? I mean, uh, doesn't the dean hire? Yeah, yeah, that's how it works. She's HR. She's HR. She's the dean, dean of students. She's all of it. She's <laughs> all. She's <laughs> everything to me. <laughs> there you go. She's not, even paying, she's not paying any not, attention. Not to me paying at all. attention to you at all. That's my home life, guys. There it is. Just not try to give you. A, she looks like she's, you know, do a little work there. Um, she's working on it. All right, uh, let's do this. Um, since the, the season does start tonight. Uh, top three candidates for MVP. Roy, you can start. Tua, Tom Brady. Did did he say Tua? Or did you say he Tua? said Tua? Okay. Uh, I figured that was going to be the first name. <laughs> my, I just wow. my head just okay, slipped around. No, come on, all eyes. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Um, you, you, you really think Tom Brady will be in the MVP race? Okay, just like LeBron's always. Oh, come uh, on. Uh, the um, Josh Allen. Okay. One and I'm more. A, I'm going to go on a whim for this. I'm going to go on a whim. Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. You know what? It's funny. He's. I saw a Good Morning Football. One of the the panelists actually put Kirk Cousins yeah. as an MVP candidate. Yeah. You saw that, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't get it. I, I, I don't understand it here as well. Yeah. Um, who are your top three for MVP candidates? Josh Allen. Jameis Winston. <laughs> Not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. Jameis Winston. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady. Tom Brady, Jameis Winston, and Josh Allen for you. If you look at like if you look at the Vegas odds for right. who's gonna win the Super Bowl, the Bills are the are the tops, but right behind them are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady even at forty five, if he can just stay upright, he's gonna be in the M V P race. I legitimately think Josh Allen is probably gonna be everybody's gonna have at least one, right? For sure. I would say my second is Justin Herbert. That dude in that, he could have won that playoff game against the Raiders. Yeah. Their head, his head coach is terrible. 
I mean, I, I know yeah. some people kind of like him. I'm telling you, that's where Sean Payton needs to go. They have made a ton of moves to shore up that defense. Mm-hmm. They got Khalil Mack. They got the guy that led the league in interceptions from the Patriots last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, and again, They're I think poised. Herbert is going to – you saw at the end of life. That guy, like, what would he, he led the league, Haroi, like fourth down – like conversions, or I mean, I mean, like. But when, I, I when think you're going legit. for it every fourth no, down, I understand, which is why their head coach is terrible. All right, but I think he, and I would agree. Okay, I can go like tough. If if the Saints do win 11, 12 games, and Peter King, you can laugh all you want. <laughs> Peter King has the Saints as the one seed. I I will say this, Roy. If the Saints are the one seed in the NFC, Jameis Winston is going to be an MVP candidate. Absolutely. I mean, I'm just telling you, if the Saints are the number one seed, the quarterback is going to get the notoriety. I mean, it just is. So I think they're winning the division. I think they can win the division at 10-11 wins. Peter King had him at 12-5. and five. That's just one more win that they can find there. So if they do win, Mr. Professor, that's not out of the realm of possibility. If uh, the Saints get the number one seed, he will be. Whether or not he beats Allen, he beats Herbert, that would be my three. I just, I look all around the NFC, and I just, I'm sorry. I don't see that with Tampa. I don't see that with really any other. And I know you can give me Kyler Murray. That swoon is coming as long as his head coach is still there. I, I don't buy it. Now, you know, the, I mean, the guy started, what, 7-0, 8-0 last mm-hmm. year. So, part, and I, first off, let me say, I want to see the Bills and the Saints play each other in the Super Bowl just so I can see Roy's head explode. I would love to see that. That would be great. Now, back to the land of reality. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Tom Brady is going to suffer greatly from Gronk not being there because that's been his security blanket for so long. Losing your starting center who was an all-pro is a big deal. Yeah. So I think that there's going to be some pieces missing there. I still think sure. because it's the same point that he made, whether you like it or not, it's the same way that LeBron James is always in the MVP candidate. As long as he keeps – the man's 45. Yeah. If he can keep if he can keep doing what he does on a consistent basis at 45, he's automatically going to be in the MVP race. Okay. But it's uh, – I, I think that the Saints are, are a heavy favorite to win the NFC South to me. And I, I feel like they're going to make some noise in the NFC as a whole. Got about 30, 45 seconds here. Roy, coach of the year. I know who it is. Right. Come on. It's not going to be. It's not Mike McDaniel? It's not even Mike McDaniel. Coach of the year. Coach of the year probably be um, Todd Bowles. Coach of the year. Uh, uh, Mike Tomlin. Oh, Mike Tomlin. That's an interesting one. What? Huh? No. Yeah. Well, once he Come makes on. once he makes yeah. the switch to Kenny Pickett. <laughs> what? This Week twelve? Thirteen? Oh, I'm just telling you. True biscuit for president. Oh, true biscuit twenty twenty four, baby. I can't. I I would say coach of the year is boy Dennis Allen. See, I can't. I will sound Homer, but again, <laughs> if they're the number one seed in the NFC, <laughs> it's going to be hard to not give it to them. Oh. You know what? I'll, I'll have some other stuff here as well coming up tomorrow on the show. As always, thanks to everybody to here at Francesca by Katie's Deli and Pizzeria, five fifteen Harrison Avenue. Come on, Roy, give me one one go Dolphins before we go. We got ten seconds. Go. Fans up, baby. Why is he so quiet today? Just, go, Bill! Come on, is, man. There it is. Bill's Rams tonight, 720 on NBC. The NFL season is here, folks. We'll talk about it tomorrow on the Sports Hangover. Matt Moscona next.